Welcome to Very Honored Frater BT's Esoterra Nerd Podcast, Episode 35, The Temple in Malkut. The following is from Golden Dawnpedia, your online Golden Dawn resource. Temple in Malkut. Spelled M-A-L-K-U-T-H. The H is silent. By very honored Frater B.T. They shall make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show thee, even so shall ye make the form of the tabernacle, and fashion all of the tools thereof. Exodus 25 8 and 9. As a Kabbalist in training, you must already know that much of the Western mystery tradition is derived from biblical scripture and the oral tradition that supplements these writings and fills in the gaps for us. In the grade of neophyte, the student is given the Hebrew alphabet to memorize, and much of our initiation is apparently mystical Judeo-Christian in nature. In the grade of Zelator, this becomes much more clear to the initiate. Many of us were raised with these stories. Moses and the burning bush, the Jews being freed from their bondage in Egypt, the building of the tabernacle in the wilderness, the wandering in the desert, the Ten Commandments, etc. As many of you have already experienced, these familiar stories begin to make more and more sense as we uncover the symbolic language in which these stories are written, a language of numbers, tools, rites of passage, and alchemy, which we learn through the first-hand experience of initiation. These familiar, obscure-sounding stories all begin to point to and become reminders of the universal principles which operate within ourselves, within our lives, and throughout the universe, through all the ages. The Altar of Burnt Offering The priest, once in the court, would approach the altar of burnt offerings, where he would make a sacrifice. The message here is that we cannot approach the tabernacle or holy place if we still carry our impurities with us. You'll sometimes hear people say to leave your problems at the door of the temple. Chances are, each and every one of us have had the experience of attempting to do rituals while unwilling to let go of some thought or emotion that ties us to the mundane or to our lower nature. Often in such cases, the ritual work is ineffective or even counterproductive. One useful analogy is that of the mountain climber. The higher we climb, the steeper the mountain gets, and the thinner the air as well. It is necessary to let go of some of our baggage every so often, otherwise we may not be able to continue climbing. This baggage would be overscheduling, lack of exercise, or it could be something more difficult to let go of, such as an addiction, a bad relationship of some kind, a neurosis, an ideology or any well-established pattern of behavior which is contrary to universal truth. 
Before you begin your daily rituals, you may find it useful to spend a few moments before the altar of burnt offerings in your mind's eye, to let go of those things that would hold you back and keep you from accomplishing your true will. For those of you who've attained the grade of Zelator, you might place the altar of burnt offerings outside of your entrance into your temple in Malkut. The Laver of Brass Between the altar of burnt offerings and the entrance into the holy place stood the Laver of Brass, wherein the priests washed before entering the tabernacle. It was the symbol of the waters of creation. Once we have let go of our impurities, then we must purify ourselves at the Laver of Brass. Take a moment to contemplate the meaning of this. The waters of creation are first mentioned in Genesis 1-2. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Ruach Elohim, or Spirit of God, Holy Spirit, moved upon the face of the waters of creation. Given what you have learned thus far from the Western mystery tradition, including your knowledge of the tabernacle and of the Golden Dawn Temple, take a moment to visualize your own personal mental temple around you. For those of you who have attained the grade of Zelator, take a moment to visualize your temple in Malkut. For those of you who have not, the temple in your mind now is the beginning of this temple. Some of us have the benefit of being able to attend regularly at a physical Golden Dawn Temple, and many have visited such a temple at least once and can see it around you. Ask yourself if it is satisfactory to you. Ask yourself what it is for and how it can better serve that purpose. For example, a kitchen with only cupboards and a sink is fine, but isn't a kitchen with cupboards a sink a refrigerator and a dishwasher, an even more efficient room in which to do what needs to be done? Your temple in Malkut is an important aspect of your path. When you begin pathworking, you will begin in your temple in Malkut. It will be as a doorway or portal into the higher planes of the astral realm. Your temple in Malkut needs to be strong and steadfast, as well as pure. It is also yours to create as you wish, within the parameters of good judgment. You may wish to place the altar of burnt offerings and the laver of brass outside your temple, so that you may purify yourself before entry. You may want to keep your temple simple, or perhaps even ornate and rich in symbolism. You may want it to be surrounded by a forest, a desert, or perhaps a cave. You may even want it to look exactly like the Golden Dawn Temple setting. You may want it to be a small stone clearing in a garden. It is important that you choose the appropriate setting in which you will feel the most comfortable. The greater the time spent there, the more solidified your temple will become. This will translate into effective ritual work and an increase in your astral skills. Your temple in Malkut is your sacred space where no one can touch you or see you. It is always there for you to enter 
and be able to do your rituals in total privacy. As the Master Jesus once said, When thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, pray to thy Father in secret. Your temple in Malkut is this proverbial closet. What I just read to you was uh, a presentation which I gave at Power Week in August of 2000. It was later adapted as the definition of the Temple in Malkut for Golden Dawnpedia. Fourteen years later, after I had retired from active duty in the Golden Dawn, I began my training as a yoga instructor. Before I was given the title of yoga teacher, my presentation had three parts. One of them was the following, titled, Establishing the Buddha in the Temple on Malkut, written on March 22nd. 2014. Establishing the Buddha in the Temple in Malkut, spelled M-A-L-K-U-T, to avoid confusion. There is no F in Hebrew. It's just a soft T. Step 1. Sit in Padmasana, Ardha Padmasana, or Sukhasana on your Zafu, optional facing east. Close your eyes and begin breathing deeply. Step 2. Visualize a desert surrounding you in all directions, with the starry night sky above, and one particularly bright star directly overhead. You are certain, beyond any shadow of a doubt, that you are alone there. Rise. In your mind's eye, remain seated physically, and walk forward. While the desert moves under your feet, the stars remain where they are. See ahead of you a large cauldron, about six feet in diameter, filled with red-hot coals. No that whatever you burn in the cauldron will remain safe and unharmed in reality. All that will happen is, for the duration of the exercise, you will have allowed yourself to let it go. It is all returning to dust and ashes anyway, so we're fast-forwarding to when it happens. and letting that part of the light of your own consciousness, which you've set aside to maintain its existence within your personal universe, to return to you. And we are that much more whole. Allow it to return to dust and earth, and allow the smoke to rise up as an offering to that high star directly overhead. Throw in your wallet or purse, your keys, something that is holding you back, something that you simply cannot live 
without. Throw in the clothes you are wearing in the visualization. And finally, climb in and sink down into the coals, allowing your body to burn, letting go of your life, surrender, accept the loss of your skin, muscles, bones, nerves, brain, and finally your skull explodes, all returning to dust, and the smoke rises up to that highest star directly overhead. Step three, surrounded by vast darkness, you come to find that you are adrift in the womb of the Universal Mother and the waters of creation, a body of pure white light begins to appear, begins to appear where your previous body had been, and you can move the legs and arms. The light turns to your regular flesh and clothing, but new. Where there were scars and blemishes before, there are none. Your body is newly created. You rise to the surface of the waters and are born. And you realize that you were in the laver of brass, or in this case, a six-foot diameter brass bowl of crystal clear and cool water. You pull yourself out of the water and stand beside a large brass bowl back in the desert and the night sky is overhead. Beside the brass bowl is the iron cauldron, the altar of burnt offerings. That one particularly bright star is still overhead. Keter Ishvara the source of all universes, multiverses, the great movie projector, Tahuti, Thoth, the great mouth through which the Word, the Holy Spirit, the great vibrated and chanted, and from which all the gods and the eons spring forth. Step 4 On the other side of the brass bowl, away from the cauldron, there is a door in a door frame, which you hadn't noticed before. On the door, at eye level, is a hexagram within a circle in white, on a larger circle of earth tones. You knock on the circle on the door ten times. The door opens. On the other side of the door is the perfect yoga studio, or temple. As you enter, 
the door behind you closes. This is your temple in Malkut, and yours alone. You can invite the gods and angels here, but no other human being can enter. At the far end there is a throne, not a western throne, an elevated platform with a cushion and a zafu in royal purples and intricate gold embroidery. Above the throne there is a beautiful stained glass, many colors, illuminated by the sun, which shines the many-colored rays down onto the throne, through the veil. And right now, that seat is empty, but you know that that is where the Buddha sits, in meditation. It is the throne of your true and innermost self your Buddha nature, your unborn and undying self, behind the body-mind, behind the mind-body, inclusive of all the ever-present and ever-unfolding now, yet transcending all of it at the same time. You approach the throne, kneel or bow before it, and then climb up and sit on the Zafu, facing west now, toward the studio or temple, sitting in Padmasana, Arda Padmasana, or Sukhasana, sitting upon the throne in the east. Look straight ahead to the western wall, and close your eyes within the visualization. Step 5 On each inhale, relax. On each exhale, vibrate LAM while engaging Mula Bandha, lightly activating the muscles of the perineum. Do this three times visualizing red light emanating from your Muladhara chakra, shining red light through your aura brightly and out into the universe. Rub your hands together, activating the chakras of the palms and filling them with a solar light from the heart, a temperate solar light. And place the left palm over the Swadhisana chakra, three finger widths beneath the navel. And place the right palm to the back of the left hand. Nurture and love your inner furnace with all of the beings which assist in your maintenance. 
visualize there a golden orange light, a golden orange world with happy childlike creatures dancing in the sunlight. You are providing them right now through your palms. And they recognize you and that you are paying attention to them and they rejoice because you are loving them and it fills them with joy. Really send as much care and love as you can to this chakra because sometimes he feels shame there. Vibrate VOM three times, visualizing orange light emanating from your Swadhisana chakra, shining orange light through your aura brightly, and out into the universe. attention to Manipura. Vibrate Rom three times, visualizing yellow light emanating from your Manipura chakra, shining yellow light through your aura, brightly and out into the universe. Rom. Step 8. Bring your attention to Anahata. Shine your chest out. Roll your shoulders out. Lengthen the spine. Bring your hands to Namaste or reverse Namaste. Vibrate Yam seven times, visualizing green light emanating from your Anahata Chakra shining green light through your aura brightly and out into the universe. Relax your shoulders down as you do. You don't have to keep your hands right there the whole time. It's certainly acceptable and indeed encouraged to dance with the arms, to shine the arms up in a great V, fingers wide in a victory pose. Yum. 
Step 9. Bring your attention to Vishuddhi. Vibrate hum three times, visualizing blue light emanating from your Vishuddhi chakra, out through your throat, out through your mouth, echoing throughout the universe, shining blue light through your aura brightly and out into the universe. Step 10. Bring your attention to Arnya. Look up towards your third eye. Vibrate Om three times, visualizing violet light emanating from your Arnya chakra, shining violet light through your aura brightly and out into the universe. Engage Mula Bandha lightly as you vibrate and relax it as you inhale. Step 11. Bring your attention to Sahasrara. Relax your eyes. Vibrate OM three times, visualizing brilliant white light like the flash of a camera, but continuously flowing light emanating from your Sahasrara chakra, shining white light throughout the universe, and through all beings and matter. Step 12. As you inhale, relax and let all the light flow down the front of your aura from the crown 
As you exhale, engage Mulapanda slightly, allow the energy to flow up the back of your aura. Within the visualization, open your eyes and see that perfect temple or studio you have created. Step down from the throne, turn and face the throne, bow in respect, then turn and face west. Walk to the door at the far end, open it, walk through into the desert and close the door behind you. Pass the large brass bowl, pass the large iron cauldron, walk a little further, turn around, and sit back down. Step 13. Open your physical eyes, pivot and face the nearest wall, bring your hands to Dhammadhatu universal mudra, and gaze at the wall. Experience everything there is to experience with all of your senses, within the body and without. If you have any thoughts or feelings, experience them as well, as one of the ambient sounds, like the sound of a passing river.